When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to tonight's CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. I'm your host, Nick Qualia, sitting here with Mike Molino and with Marvazan, per usual. All right, guys, we are now through week eight of the Patriots season, and they, they ran over the Browns pretty well. The Browns looked pretty dumb. The Browns' brains were just pretzels by the end of that game. Freddie Kitchens, I don't know what's going on in that guy's head. That guy's got to go. First and last season. The the challenges that that guy was throwing out during that Browns game was asinine. And then I don't and I, I was at the game and I actually never looked into this. I don't know what they're. Oh, I'm sitting at the stands and I see them bring out the punt team near the end of the game, take a penalty, then bring out the, the offense. 11, the fourth and eleven play that became fourth and sixteen. Yes. Did did they yeah, ever explain? They, they tried to explain it on air and it made. Zero sense. I, I remember, like, I was middle of doing something. I'm like, "What the hell are they talking about?" I, I'm in, the, I'm in the stands with, with no commentary, and we see this go. Everybody in the stands, like, "What the hell is going on?" It sounded <laughs> like he was trying to buy time to just go for it. I don't know. It didn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it made no sense. But they've got the Ravens coming up as their next opponents. I. Uh, it's an interesting week because Nikhil Harry now comes back or he's eligible to come back, eligible to play first game of the season. And still no Isaiah win. So it's it's an interesting week for here for the Patriots coming up against the Ravens. So with that, the Patriots have had a pretty easy schedule so far. You know, the Browns, the Jets twice, uh, the Bills probably the toughest opponent. But now they've got the Ravens coming up. So looking ahead to them. Are they the first real opponent that this team is going to be facing this year, meaning the Patriots? Is this the first real opponent that they have on their schedule? Marv, what do you think? We'll start with you. Absolutely. This is their first real test. I mean, I guess you can bring up the Bills as well. You know, you were only the able to The closest thing up, you've got. Yeah, you only <laughs> you were only able to put up 16 points. You limited them to 10 points, which was still very good. But you're talking about a Ravens team here who leads the league in rushing. What did the Patriots struggle with with the Browns last week? I know, you know, that we're going to talk about the three turnovers back-to-back, -back, but if you really focus on that game, the Browns were, were able to move the ball against the Patriots through the running game. Nick Chubb had 130 yards. Now Nick you're Chubb talking, looked good. Now you're talking about a quarterback and a running back who can do both on that team with Lamar Jackson and Mark Ingram, adding a Gus Edwards in there as well. So this... The Ravens are a very good running team. I love to see how the Patriots, you know, come up with the challenge and figuring out how to stop that. Because if you watch any Ravens game, you can see how special Lamar Jackson is when he runs that football. And he can get a first down at any at any moment. And then you're talking about a Ravens team that, just like you, averages 30 points per game. So now you have a def your defense, number one defense in NFL history is looking like right now. Can they, are they able to slow down the Baltimore Ravens at Baltimore? I think this is a really great test for the Patriots. I'm really excited for it. 
Yeah, you know when you when you talk about the Patriots schedule and the Ravens schedule, because you want you want to throw shade, and I want to throw shade to the Ravens for their schedule too, because I think their numbers are skewed from who they've played. They've had they've had some couple of good games. I mean, notable win that they have Seattle. They did beat Seattle in their last game. They're coming off of a bye week this week, but they beat Seattle in Seattle, thirty to sixteen. But the team that you just made look stupid. They lost to 40 to 25. That was also the game Nick Chubb had that massive 88 yard run. But they lost to the Browns to right. 40 to 25. But let's so, not pretend the Browns don't have talent. Like the Browns, they, they the Browns are a talented team. Yeah, I, I, I guess. But I mean, still, I, I would think that if you're a legitimate team, you're going to be able to beat the Browns who are struggling to put anything together. Mike, before we jump over to you, guys. Patriots Roundtable brought to you by betonline.ag. Our guys and girls, the football season is back, and now you can get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, betonline.ag. Sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit and make your bet on your favorite professional or college team. Every spread, every total, every winner or loser, straight bet, parlay, or teaser way through the entire season. Doubtful at this point, but is Mahomes going to throw for 56 touchdowns? Tough. Can the Pats go undefeated? Still on the table. Bet on all of this with the fastest odds, updates, and payouts with our new sportsbook partners, betonline.ag. Not really new. We've been with them for a while now. Head over to betonline.ag or use your mobile device to join today and use promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Get into all the action today with betonline.ag, your online sports book experts all right mike what do you think are the ravens the real patriots first test of the season sitting at five and two by the way first in a disgusting afc north yeah first real test coming up here for the patriots i mean i think week after week as the season's gone on everybody just has just kept saying who have the patriots faced they haven't faced anybody they're getting these wins they're beating up you know sucky teams the defense is looking amazing possibly the best season defensively that you know we've ever seen but everybody kept saying but who have they faced now you're stepping into a week where it's the Baltimore Ravens who who have a very dynamic offense and especially their quarterback in Lamar Jackson uh everybody is really keying in to really watch and see how the Patriots handle that type of quarterback who has the arm to get the ball down the field but also can get it done with his legs as well something that the Patriots have somewhat struggled a few times over the last couple of seasons dealing with a quarterback like that. Um, I think after this matchup here, uh, which is a big matchup because not only is it against a good Baltimore Ravens team, it also takes place in Baltimore. So going up against a good team on the road after this game, you know, a game in which I think the Patriots should still come out victorious. Uh, that whole, you know, idea of, but they haven't faced anybody yet. It has to go out the window. You know, you can't, use that excuse anymore when you look at this team you know I'm looking into the future thinking I'm you know I could I could see the future thinking I'm Dr. Strange or something you know I think a victory is on the way but at the same time once that victory happens I want to see what people have to say about this New England Patriots team who I think and believe will get through the Baltimore Ravens who's a real legitimate you know legitimate competition for the Patriots I think a win is coming and after that you know, there's another conversation that needs to be had about this Patriots team that I know we'll get to uh, later on in this roundtable for sure. Out of the billion t- scenarios that you've seen, Mike, how many times do the Ravens win? None. <laughs> <laughs> None. I mean, I mean, 
Yeah, I guess like, like I I agree with you guys. Like they're gonna be a, a test, but I don't think they're gonna be a big test. I think the pay like like I'm with you. Exactly. The Patriots, the Patriots should win this game, and if they don't, I would consider that an upset. But when you look at the Ravens too, just like is an an organizational thing. No matter the team, there's one coach. There one of the few coaches in this league, maybe the only coach in the league who consistently prepares well for the Patriots, and that is John Harbaugh, which I think is the biggest advantage here for the Ravens in this game. And, yeah, they're playing at home, too. And, Marv, you brought up Nick Chubb having a pretty solid day against the Patriots, and people kind of pushed that aside because he fumbled the ball twice. But he ended up having a pretty good day on the Patriots and started somewhat shredding the Patriots' defense. I don't know if it's because they relaxed a little bit and they weren't necessarily worried about the run they were letting. I don't know if they were necessarily letting him run the ball on them, just being a little bit more relaxed on it. But he got some pretty good yards, including that one big breakaway that he had that he ended up fumbling the ball on. But he ended up slipping away, and that was some horrific tackling there by the Patriots. Lamar Jackson, they might lead the league, right? Right? Are they number one in rushing offense? They're number one in rushing offense. Yep, you said that. Lamar Jackson's their lead rusher. So if the Patriots are able to contain Lamar Jackson and not let him get those big chunk plays, then I think they're going to be fine. If they make him pass the ball and cover Mark Andrews, they've had some issues here and there with tight ends. Uh, who was it? Was it was it Scott Chandler a couple years ago for the Bills who ended up torturing the Patriots, and then the Patriots went and got him from the Bills yeah, or yeah, signed yeah. him in free agency? And then, he, and then did he jack was, squat. No, he wasn't a dancing <laughs> with the Patriots. <laughs> he, couldn't, he couldn't catch anything. Uh, Mark Andrews is pretty good. Pretty good. You know, once I traded for him in fantasy football, then he kind of fell apart. But he was he's, he's a pretty good tight end. So And he also leads the, leads the team there in receiving. So there's going to be some interesting things there. I think, the again, the number one thing that you got to worry about is John Harbaugh and having the success that he has had against the Patriots in the past. And, two, I mean, guys, the Patriots have struggled somewhat with running quarterbacks in the past, too. And Lamar Jackson, I don't. I think he's being a little overhyped right now. The schedule, Dolphins, Cardinals, Chiefs, Browns, Steelers, Bengals, Seahawks. Pretty soft schedule. Yeah, the Patriots have had a soft schedule too. But Lamar Jackson, I think, has more to prove than the Patriots do, than Tom Brady does. Because I think you look at the Patriots, you go, okay, that's the Patriots. You know they're going to be solid near the end. Lamar Jackson, I would like to see him get some more tests. This is going to be a good test for him. Maybe he can prove something to me this week. But... I don't know if he, if the Patriots are able to shut him down and keep him in the pocket. I don't know if he's going to be able to recover and turn into a pocket passer and throw the ball and be successful that way. So Look, I don't we, know. We, what we got, we got to stop talking about this schedule as as a way to you know discredit the Patriots defense or discredit Lamar Jackson or what he's done. Yeah. You look at the San. You look at the San Francisco 49ers. You can look at them and say, "Oh, the same thing." Who have they beaten? The NFL is pretty damn bad right now. It there's is not bad. A lo- there's, <laughs> there's not a lot of. There's, there's not yeah. a lot of parity. There's not a lot of top team. When you do this for eight weeks in a row, seven weeks, whatever it is, consistently, you are who you are. I'm. I'm tired of hearing the it's called this, domination. Yeah, I'm tired of hearing, oh, look at the schedule and who, who has they played or nothing. Like, this is what the NFL is right now, and yeah, it's, but, not, it's not pretty good. But my, my whole point with Lamar Jackson is I just think he has a little bit more to prove to, to us, at least, or at least to me, for me to start really believing him. I think he's good. I think he's going to end up being good, but I want to see him go against better competition well, before I really throw that stamp on him. And, yeah, this is his chance right here. 
I think he's going to be good. I wanted, the, I was on that team last year that wanted the Patriots to draft him. I think this kid is going to be good. Right. I think he's electric when he gets hot. But I want to see him do it against a top tier team like the Patriots. And who knows? I mean, if he shreds the Patriots this weekend, then better believe I'm going to be a full blown believer in Lamar Jackson. All right, this is another CLNS Media Patriots roundtable. I'm your host Nick Qualia, sitting here with Marvazan and with Mike Molino. All right, Patriots beat the Browns this past Sunday, but these holes just continue to rear their heads a little bit, and we want to talk about some Patriots' needs uh, and some potential Patriots' needs that they're going to need to fill, possibly. So they've opened up some cap space with the recent trade of Michael Bennett. It's around $2 million, I believe, right now. So looking at three, we're going to avoid the defense right now because the defense is elite. The defense, as of right now, is the best in the NFL. So you want to look at three holes in the Patriots' offense. Offensive line, tight end, some people point to, and then we thought the receiver depth was fulfilled at one point last week, then they got rid of Josh Gordon. So we're still here with the receiver depth. So offensive line, tight end, and receiver. Guys, what do you rank as the Patriots' biggest need? And second part to this question, too, and we'll address this. If the Patriots don't feel that number one need that you think they need to fill, is that going to be a detriment, a possible red flag going down the line that could really hurt this team maybe come postseason time? Mike, what do you think? What is your top need? And let's rank them one, two, three. Easily, offensive line is the top need for sure. This team goes nowhere if Tom Brady isn't protected. You have to protect that guy at all costs. And whatever kind of trades or signings, whatever you can try to do to upgrade that position at any point throughout the season, you have to do. Obviously, you know, we, we, we've seen how this season has has gone on with, you know, kind of a revolving door of guys kind of trying to step in. You know, when has gone out, they've gotten comfortable with Newhouse in that position, but Newhouse has been atrocious for the most part, you know, stepping, <laughs> <That guy> in, <laughs> stepping in, in that yeah. position. <laughs> so, obviously, the number one need is offensive linemen. I, I think I saw recently, uh, earlier today, uh, that – the Redskins are officially finally listening to calls from uh, Trent Brown, I believe his name is. Trent Williams. Williams. Sorry, Trent Williams. Sorry, Trent Williams. Do we, do we know his cap hit, by the way? I am not sure. but the I'll, fact, I'll, I'll look at <laughs> The fact that they're listen, willing to take uh, calls on him now says, you know, they're shopping him for sure. So if that's the guy the Patriots need to look at, uh, go right ahead and, and, and feel the call and see what the, what the price is looking like. But, again, offensive line for sure is the top – uh, need after that, you know, yes, give Brady some weapons, wide receivers. If you can add on to that position in any type of way, do it. I believe firmly right now, if they can just get everybody healthy, they can be content with what they have now. But if you can add another veteran piece there, why not? And same thing with tight end. As long as a guy can come in and just have reliable hands, but also be reliable in terms of pass and run blocking, add another piece there in terms of tight ends. And then the second half of that question, what was that again, Nick? Uh, if they don't fill that hole, is it gonna is it gonna hurt the team down okay. the line? Maybe post yes. yes. If they don't fill the void uh, offensive line, it could hurt them because I've said this many times on roundtable on the post game show. Doesn't matter who the quarterback is, Brady, Rogers, Breeze. Doesn't matter how great of a quarterback you are, if your offensive line can't protect you and you're getting hurried and hit and sacked consistently throughout the game, it's going to be an issue for the quarterback, which then turns into a big issue for the whole team and trying to, you know, create a consistent 
you know, um, consistent offensive push throughout the game. You have to have your quarterback protected. So say the Patriots do get far as AFC Championship game or Super Bowl. If that offensive line is not intact, that Super Bowl, one game where Brady takes enough hits, takes enough pressure, sees, sees, starts to see maybe ghosts out there, word to Sam Donald, you know, it could be a long day for Patriots and for the Patriots in the offense. So you need to get that offensive line shored up because you don't want it to be an issue in a bigger game later on in the season. Yeah, and in the one year, too, that they didn't have an offensive line was that 2015 year where they got their ass kicked um, by the Broncos' defense in the AFC Championship game. Maybe, I mean, maybe not ass kicked, but they, they were pressuring Brady that entire game, and that was Brady a problem. like 23 times. And it's a problem right yeah. there. That was, that was a problem for that team all season long, and, and that ended up being, I'd say, the biggest issue other than Brian Stork basically screaming at the Broncos when he was going to hike the ball in the AFC Championship game. Uh, offensive line, too. The offensive line that year stunk. Um, and by the way, Aaron Rodgers could have the best offensive line in football, and he would still hold the ball for 10 seconds and sprint around in circles until he had a throw. <laughs> the guy does it for no reason, I swear to God. Uh, and Trent Williams, by the way, cap it. I'm assuming this is the prorated rate right now, $3.525 million. Mm. So, But to start the year, uh, for next year, it's $14.75 million. All right, Mar, before we jump over to you, guys, the Patriots Roundtable, powered by BetOnline.ag. The football season is back, and now you can get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, BetOnline.ag. Sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit and make your bets on your favorite professional or college team. Every spread, every total, every winner, every single loser. Stripe bet parlay or tease your way through the whole season. Mahomes going to throw for 56 touchdowns. Doubt it at this point. If that's still a spread, I mean, bet the hell out of that, I guess. Can the Pats go undefeated? Bet on all of this with the fastest odds, updates, and payouts with our new sportsbook partners, betonline.ag. Head over to betonline.ag or use your mobile device to join today and use promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Get into all the action today with betonline.ag, your online sports book experts. All right, Marv, what do you think? Rank them. Offensive line, tight end, and receiver. Biggest need, do they need to fill it? And if they don't, is it going to rear its ugly head later on in the season, potentially postseason? Yeah, I think Mike explained it perfectly. It goes lineman, tight end, and then receivers for me. And if it, if you were to ask me this last week, I might have put tight end as the number one spot. But now you, we find out that Shaq, Shaq Mason wasn't able to play for, for this game. You put in a Ferenc in there. Like, you, you're looking at a lineman that's all backups. And if they get, if one of them get hurt, where's your depth? You So definitely you need a lineman. Isaiah Wynn. We still haven't really heard much about him coming off of IR and getting ready to practice. So there's there's question marks there. There's no guarantee. Once again, kept saying there's no guarantee that Isaiah Wynn does come back off of IR. There's something that we are hoping for. So maybe you do look into a trade for Trent Williams and see or just see who's out there. You start hitting up all of these sucky ass teams that are nowhere close to making a playoff and seeing what you can do. I mean. Belichick, we've seen that Belichick's not afraid to give up some high picks for a need. They gave up a second round for Sanu that most teams, 90, 99% of teams probably would have not have given up a, a second round pick. But when you're Bill Belichick and you're the Patriots, you have leverage like that to do something. So it's definitely the offensive lineman. It's left tackle to be specific. Mike, you said a new house. Oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> At first I was being nice. Like, you know. He's doing all that he can. He's fitting in. He's trying his best. <laughs> it's so bad. I can't be nice no more, guys. <laughs> I can't be nice. This is this is getting bad. This is getting real it bad. It was so bad yesterday. 
He's getting his like, ass blown off. It's it's like he looked like a rookie out there, man. This is a this is a veteran lineman, and it didn't look good. Obviously, Ferenc wasn't supposed to be in that situation. Cannon looked good though. We could say Cannon did look good. Yeah, I'm, but, I'm with you on that. There was one play specifically, um, the touchdown to Edelman, I believe that Brady threw that Cannon was just handling Miles Miles Garrett. So Cannon looked good. You know, you expect that from your 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 starters, but we don't have starters out there right now. So linemen, then the tight end position is still not great. Yes, Ben Watson had a fantastic catch. Nick, you were at the game, so that probably looked real beautiful seeing that. But it was it was on my side of the field too. It was nice. Yeah, I bet it was a, a Gronk like what people are saying. And you know, Eric Tomlinson, they're using that guy as a fullback right now. They're just trying to use him in any way, any way possible. But it's it's not secure. If Ben Ben Watson's thirty eight years old, Eric Tomlinson's not a great tight end. One of those guys get down. You're back to what? Just using wide receivers in a no tight end set. It's, that's scary. And then the wide receiver core, when you have Tom Brady, I'm still confident that you'll get through. Yep. And Philip Philip Dorsett, if he has to be your number two, I still think you can make it to the AFC Championship Super Bowl. Even if that was worst case scenario, I'm still confident in this and the wide receivers one, and I'm confident in Tom Brady to make it happen. So it's offensive lineman that's the real scare then. If they were not able to fix this offensive line moving forward, the Patriots will be in trouble for all the reasons Mike said. Tom Brady, if Tom Brady does not have time to throw. We we already seen it last year when Brady didn't have time to throw. Everyone's saying, Oh my god, this guy can't convert. It's over. He's finished, 42 years old. But what else? What if he does get a big hit on him? It's over. Patriots season is done. Put a bow on it. So definitely gotta protect Tom Brady. Offensive line is the number one thing. And I'd even bring up how they've been struggling with the run game as well. Yeah, I it's it's close for me. I, I'm with you guys on the offensive line. I th- I am confident Isaiah Wynn's coming back. I love Isaiah Wynn. I thought he did great in that first. I mean, I mean, from the small sample size that we have this week and a half that he was on the field. Um, they definitely need more depth at the offensive line spot. And if they could get that, great. But I think you got to do something with the receiver position. And who who, who was it earlier in the, when we were talking about topics who brought up Julian Elliman in, in possibly making that a topic? That was me. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't pick receiver then because if he goes down right now, your receivers are Myers, Sanu, Dorsett, and Gunnar Olszewski. So that, show, that shows you how much I'm concerned about this offensive line. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, yeah, the offensive line, it needs some help bad. Ted Karras, um, Ted Karras, nobody expected him to be, you know, lights out at the center spot. Joe Tooney, I think, has been the most consistent guy, and you know that because he has not been talking that much. I mean, he, he, nobody's talking about Joe Tooney, so he's been the best offensive lineman, I think, all season. Left tackle, Newhouse, get the hell out of here. They get shipped this guy straight out of New England. I don't even need this guy's depth anymore. This guy stinks. <laughs> uh, Shaq Mason's going to come back. I, I'm assuming it's an ankle injury. I don't really know how bad it is. And then Marcus Cannon, fine. You do need depth. Again, when Isaiah Wynn comes back, I think that's going to help a lot if he comes back, assuming he comes back. But the receiver spot, if Edelman goes down, I mean, the guy is get the guy is getting older. He's got that rib injury that's been nagging him since week three. If he goes down, then that you're right back where you were with that depth spot. I think you need another receiver. And then keep it that way because Brady's – I forget where I read this, but Brady is upset, apparently, reportedly. Yeah, I've read that. With the – 
turnover at the receiver spot. And I'm sorry, I forget where I read that, but he's upset with the turnover at the receiver spot. So get a guy in here and then leave him be. And I want to know what's going on with Josh Gordon. Because, yeah, he hasn't been producing a ton or he wasn't producing a ton, but he still gives Brady that. <laughs> Brady's been working with this guy. He was working with this guy over the summer when he I was. I don't blame Brady one. I don't blame Brady at all one bit for being pissed off, if that's really the yes. case. Yes. Like, if if you just let him go for a minor injury like that, then hey, I'm changing my tune a little bit from last week's shows. I'm going to be a little pissed because I think you really do need that depth spot. And, I mean, you signed back Cody Kessler today. You need a roster spot for that guy? Interesting Patriots move there. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm tired of it. <laughs> Freaking tired of it. Get me a damn receiver. Um, but I think they need to get a receiver and then tight end. I mean, do whatever you want. Ben Watson, Eric Thompson. They're serviceable, I guess. I mean, what's going on with Matt Lacoste and Ryan Izzo? Anything? Do we know? I, we haven't heard anything from them lately. Yeah, well, they exist, so maybe they can slot back in there. But tight end, I'm really not that worried about them. But I really think you got to do something with this receiver spot because I really think you got to add to the depth. Maybe get a veteran. You got a little over $2 million left, but you really only have room unless you start switching around money. For one move, again, unless you start cutting people, switching around money. Trading away Michael Bennett was a good uh, decision cap space-wise. But now that you got rid of Michael Bennett, I really think you got to go out and you got to do something. Whether that's the offensive line, whether that's the receiver spot. I think it should be receiver, but whatever. All right, guys, this is another CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. I'm your host, Nick Qualia, sitting here with Marvizan and with Mike Molino. All right, guys. So... Again, Patriots this week did pretty well. Did pretty well. Beat the Browns. Stomped them out. Confused the hell out of Freddie Kitchens. Freddie Kitchens had no idea what to do with the challenge flag. Looks like it was the first time he ever used the challenge flag. Looks <laughs> like he didn't really know the rules of the game. But Patriots, now the meat of their schedule is coming. They've had a pretty easy go of it so far. Uh, Dolphins, toughest game so far has been the Bills. I thought the Browns. I wanted to go to the Browns game this whole time for, for since before the start of the season because I thought they were going to be a decent team. Turns out that's not true. Yeah. Uh, the Jets, it's they haven't had a good schedule, but they're about to get into the meat of the schedule, starting with the Ravens this week. Ravens, Eagles, Cowboys, Texans, Chiefs. That's the order. Pretty good order. Relatively tough order for the for the relative to the the competition in the NFL right now. So again, Ravens, Eagles, Cowboys, Texans, Chiefs. With the meter of their schedule coming up, guys, is the Patriots' undefeated season in jeopardy in these next five weeks of football games. Marv, what do you think? Again, I'll read it. Ravens, Eagles, Cowboys, Texans, Chiefs. Well, I'd be surprised if the Patriots fall in one, one of those games. Oh, not at all. I mean, this once again, this is the NFL. Anything can happen. We we brought up in the other segment that hey, there's there's some injuries that the Patriots are facing right now, and there's there's some lack of talent in some specific spots, a la the offensive line. So would I be surprised? I wouldn't be shocked if they dropped one of those games at all. But when you name all those teams, Nick, Patriots are favored to win all of those games. They're the they're the better team. And oh yeah. They're the better team, all of them. And so it wouldn't be a shocker to me. But at the same time, Patriots should beat all those teams because, one, their defense is extremely – it's elite. I don't care who they play prior to these eight games. Their defense is legit. And for the most part, they've been healthy. Yeah, but their schedule about, hasn't been that good. Yeah. 
<laughs> Here we go again with this damn schedule. <laughs> by by next week, we will not be saying nothing about a schedule no more. And then you still got Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. They're going to be game planning against these teams. One funny thing, though, about this schedule, we, we keep talking about the Patriots having an easy schedule. It's kind of funny how all of these, some of these teams are all facing the Patriots off their bye week. You got the Browns facing them off their bye week. Ravens are going to be facing the Patriots off their bye week. I believe Kansas City is facing the Patriots off of their bye week. All these teams have plenty of time to prepare for the Patriots, so we will see. Yeah, I think you're right because the Patriots bye week is in week 10. It's after the Ravens, right? Right. So it's after 11, the Ravens. Week so, 10 yeah. or 11. I, I'm blanking right now. Whatever. I think, I think the Chiefs do come off their bye week. It's week 12, whatever. I mean, whatever the hell that is whenever they play the Chiefs. All right, Mike, before we jump over to you, guys, the football season is back. And now you can get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, betonline.ag. Sign up today to receive your 50% 5-0. Welcome bonus on your first deposit and make your bets on your favorite professional or college team. Every spread, every total, every winner or loser, straight bet, parlay, or tease your way through the entire season. Is Mahomes going to throw for 56 touchdowns? Probably not. Can the Pats go undefeated? Maybe. Bet on all of this with the fastest odds, updates, and payouts with our new sportsbook partners, betonline.ag. Head over to betonline.ag or use your mobile device to join today and use promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Get into all the action today with betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Mike, what do you think? Is their undefeated season in jeopardy? Again, Ravens, Eagles, Cowboys, Texans, Chiefs. I'd sound like a real dummy. If I were to backtrack on my undefeated stance that I've had all season long. So I'm going to stay with it and firmly declare I don't see that the Patriots undefeated season is in jeopardy. I will say this. If they were to lose, you know, I wouldn't take it as as deeply as I would have in 2007 as they were chugging along with the undefeated season if they were to suffer a loss throughout that season later in the season I would have took that loss very very tough this time around I've learned better I've seen how undefeated season can really blow up in smoke uh and I think we've all seen that with the Patriots in 2007 so this year yeah can this you remind t- us I, I don't want to talk about it too much <laughs> but this time around if the Patriots were to suffer a loss within these next couple of games you know I take it in stride and I'd move on and believe the Patriots will still chug along and still have a pretty solid season uh, as they make their way throughout the 19, 2019 season. But I don't think that any of these teams pose a threat because I honestly believe the Patriots, New England Patriots are the best team in football. Their defense is playing out of their mind. You know, you can be talked about as being arguably one of the greatest defenses in NFL history. That says a lot to you right there. And obviously, again, no matter the question marks with the offensive weapons, it's still Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, you know, running the show somewhat on the offensive side of the football. So I see them beating all these teams and continuing to chug forward with their season and continuing to rack up the wins as they make their way to possibly another Super Bowl appearance. Okay, so actually turns out that the Chiefs, so they play the Chiefs in week 14. The Chiefs bye week is in week 12, so they come off two weeks off the bye week. Um, undefeated season. Come on, Nick. I come on, Nick. I I see. I'm kind. I'm back there. Don't I was with it. you before. Please don't. Do it. I was. I was. Yeah, I was. I was with you before. I was with you before. I mean, 
but I, I, I'm starting to see more holes in this Patriots team than this. Essentially, at the start of the season, it was like this team might be damn near perfect. But at this point of the season, I don't really know if that's true. There's some holes that we've discussed on another episode that this team really is going to have to address for me to get maybe back to that level, especially at the receiver position. But there's two teams out of those five there that I think could possibly do some damage. I don't think the Eagles, I think the Eagles are slightly overrated. I don't think they're really that good anymore. Carson Wentz has really disappointed me. I thought at one point Carson Wentz was going to become one of the top quarterbacks in this league. And this guy has just regressed a ton. Um, Cowboys in the, yeah, uh, see, I can't even say with the Cowboys that I'm confident. I tell you, because you think no, they're going to no, beat everybody. No. Screw it. I forget who their coach is. Garrett, Garrett's not going to beat Bill. The Ravens are possible. Possible. Like we've said in the other episode, it's going to John Harbaugh versus Bill Belichick. John Harbaugh is the only guy who ever even has a little bit of, of, a, of a competitive advantage with Bill just because he plays Bill well, especially since it's at Baltimore running quarterback the whole nine there. That one's possible. And then the Chiefs are always a possibility, but I think there's been a lot of big holes in the Chiefs' offense too. Should they beat all these teams? Yes, yes. they should beat all these teams. Absolutely, Absolutely. They should beat all these teams. But are they going to slip up? Yeah, great chance. And they've got two more divisional games coming up at the end of the season with the Bills and the Dolphins. They're not going to lose to the Dolphins, but the Bills. I mean, who they they there's a chance they could lose to the Bills too. So with the meat of their schedule coming up, yeah, there's a there's a chance that they I wouldn't. I'm going to say this. I think they lose at least one of these five games. I'm even going to put the Bills in this, too. I think they're going to lose at least one of those games. 15-1 possible season, maybe two, because 16-0. and 0, I, We've had this conversation in previous years. I mean, a couple years ago when they were 10-0 and 0 at one point, right? They made it all the way up to 10-0 and 0 before they lost to the Broncos that year. Was that 2015? This is 2015? I think that was the 2015 year. Um, and they looked like they were a team that could – potentially be undefeated and yeah this defense is absolutely elite i think the offense is slightly overrated at this point i i'm seeing some big holes in that offense uh offensive line receiver the whole thing um but i i'm gonna say i think they lose at least one of these games possibly two very quite possibly two i just i don't know this it's tough it's tough and it's the they always lose a division game guys every year Every single year, they lose one of these bummed. They lose to a bum team. What was the year that Bill just decided not to take the overtime coin flip after he won the coin flip? Did not take the ball against the Jets. Yes, yes. Like that's that's what they do. They lose to division teams at least once a year. So I think they're gonna lose. I'm gonna say no. I think they lose to the Bills, and I'm gonna choose one of these. So yeah, two losses. The thing is, Nick. Luckily, this year they faced the Bills and the Dolphins away already. So those yeah. games coming up late are going to be at home. There's no divisional team beating the Patriots at home. Yeah, we'll see. Now, now with my prediction, pal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is another CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. Nick Qualia, Mike Molino, and Marv Zahn. Guys, every single week, catch Mike and Marv's CLNS Media Patriots post-game show. Of course, they're going to be on right after the Patriots are done playing the Ravens. Win or loss, don't worry. They're going to be there. And me, I guess I'll just be back next week. So yeah, I guess you guys can just check back in next week to see me. Again, Mike and Marv, CLNS Media Patriots postgame show. Nick Qualia, Marv is on, and Mike Molino. Guys, we're going to be back next week for another set of the Patriots roundtables. We'll talk to you then. Thanks for watching.